Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Welcome back to Steven Destroy, the podcast where we watch every Steven Seagal movie so you don't have to. This week we're talking 2005's Submerged, directed by Anthony Hickox. I'm James. I'm Dylan. And uh, yeah, we're talking Submerged. This is May 31st, 2005. It's the second of four 2005s that uh, Steven put out. Big year, big year. Dylan, did you watch the, you watched Submerged? You know, did you watch the movie. I'm gonna have to be honest. I watched Submerged this week. Good. I really thought about it. I think every week now I'm just like, you know, what's he gonna do? Yeah. What would happen if I showed up and just hadn't watched it? What What would you do? Say no. <laughs> say Say you refuse. Yeah. I mean, what What would you do? Um, I would. Uh, I'd stay like on the the call with you and then make you watch it um i would i would make you give me evidence that you would watch it and then we would record the episode the following day there are there are no outs in this podcast you can't you can't uh you can't quit so i i would do everything in my power to make sure that you watch this movie but that's fair yeah <clears throat> so i wouldn't but I, I i'd be under that. i'd be understanding though i wouldn't do that yeah <laughs> You'd, I swear. You, you just let me get away with it. Wait, what? Oh, oh, you mean like <laughs> you wouldn't show up having not seen it? Yeah. Okay. I see. I thought you meant you wouldn't uh you wouldn't make me watch it. I thought that's what you were saying. Oh, no. I I think I would. I don't know what I'd do. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about that betrayal. Yeah, you don't want That would be. You don't want to have to experience something so awful. Yeah. So submerged i want to do something a little different with submerged usually we'll just go straight into it and then after we kind of talk about the movie uh to varying degrees of depth i we usually will go into like the i guess behind the scenes the imdb trivia of it all Mm -hmm. um submerged has a pretty wild backstory did you i don't i don't know i know that you obviously don't do as much i guess like uh pre whatever pre homework would be what's homework you do beforehand um sometimes i do absolutely none uh uh uh, homework uh beforehand but for this movie i actually i i did stumble upon some information for this movie it's not really information about this movie though uh i'm remaining vague purposely because i want to get to this later um but i don't have too much backstory on submerged itself okay yeah interesting um well why don't you walk us through what it's about in broad strokes <laughs> um, <laughs> about what submerged is about yeah well let's all right let's do this yeah. i was thinking watching this that maybe what we need to do is develop like like a checklist or like a bingo card sure that we can just kind of go through and be like okay did submerge do this and the top one would be like 
were you able to follow Submerged? Yes or no? Uh, not not the whole way. Yeah, agreed. Um, about 30 minutes in, I thought that I kind of understood what was going on. Yep. Well, it's it's very weird. There's like three movies here. I was word for uh, word what I was going to say. There are there are three movies in, in 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 inside of Submerged. Absolutely. Yeah. And the the big thing I know that going in, I was very concerned. I thought we were just going to be doing Under Siege again. Very little submerging going on in this movie. Yeah. Steven's submerged for like maybe 20 minutes at most. Yeah. Um, it's just like which which part of the movie did they want to name the movie after, basically? And they, well, they I, will, part. I will get into that. Uh, but do your best, I guess, to summarize submerged. <clears throat> sure. Um, well, in, in, in Uruguay... Uh, there is a man who whose name I did not write down. <laughs> uh, do you remember the scientist's uh, name? Uh, no, but I have the Wikipedia page pulled up. Nice. Letter, leader. Later, 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 later. Isn't that the dude from Human Centipede? Um, is it? I think that's the guy from Human Centipede's name. Okay, so the Human Centipede. Well, he's not the Human Centipede, but no, doc- but Doctor Centipede. He's he's a fellow mad scientist, though. Yes, man. I am now on. Uh, I am now on the Wikipedia page for the Human Centipede. Oh no! So I can solve this. Something I I don't want to be. Oh, so so that's just not the man's name. Um, it's Joseph H- Hader. Hider. 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 That sounds right. Hader. It's Hider. similar. Mm-hmm okay anyhow um so have you seen human centipede yeah actually oh yeah yeah did we watch it together uh no um no but i'd imagine we probably watched it with the same person this is probably the same mutual friend that we watched it with i don't know if that's true actually interesting did you watch it on your own or no (laughs) (laughs) really no you didn't have a movie night by yourself just night in with human centipede Uh no uh i did do that with the second one. Oh, oh um, I, he- I hear that one's worse i didn't see the second one yeah i mean there uh how do you want to talk about it yeah it's deeply unpleasant uh, i can't remember why probably just you know morbid curiosity right but uh, the same reason most people i assume watch human centipede yeah um i that's enough <laughs> that's enough centipede for today that's enough centipede for today i yeah no thank you okay well dr centipede um yeah. is in this movie and he is uh um i wrote <laughs> i wrote the quote down because they say well i didn't write the whole quote down but they do say this uh this thing word for word twice in the movie uh where they say imagine if you could sear images straight into the brain's neocortex dylan <laughs> yeah are you seriously telling me that you believe they only say that twice i think it was only twice do they say it more than twice Dylan, they say it over and over again in that opening sequence. Yeah, they do. They say it over and over again. It's, and then like five I remember later, it twice. I remember it twice. But yeah, I, I suppose that stands to reason that they say it over If you and over. took a shot every time they said that, <laughs> you would be on the floor before Steven Seagal shows up. Who It takes him a little while. It does. Steven's a little slow to the party in this one. It does. I, I, I really, I wanted, hold on. Yeah. I really do want to do a very broad overview to the best of our ability of submerged uh-huh. before i get into the specifics of the backstory and then we can get into the specifics of the movie mm-hmm. 
So I don't want to get too lost in the weeds yet. Yeah. So uh, I'll try to try to sum up what the three movies are. Um, the first movie is uh, there's the scientist with the with the ability to do uh, all this this mind control shit. Uh, and then they capture some some soldiers right and they 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 put the mind control stuff into them so you get this weird i guess like kind of double agent dynamic where like they don't know who who is or is not. well then again steven's like kind of omnipotent like as usual so i don't know that part's kind of hard hard to describe you're getting you're getting lost in the weeds i'm getting lost in the weeds pull back pull back <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> Um, how do, oh, okay, so Stephen ends up on that submarine. How do they end up on that submarine? <laughs> All right, part one, there's the mind control. Part two, there's a submarine. Part three, uh, they're trying to, they're, uh, trying to capture the scientist guy, basically. Uh, yeah. And, and his cronies. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it's hard to not get bogged down in the weeds because the movie's so, I don't know. It's like, it's usually, is. it's just like confusing to where like broad strokes, like you feel like you have to explain everything because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of just got to read from the Wikipedia page right, for this. And I've read the Wikipedia page and it skips the whole last third of the movie. Like it does, oh. it doesn't even get into the last third of the movie. Well, yeah, I meant the, I didn't mean I was going to sit here and just read the plot synopsis <laughs> Wikipedia page. I mean, I, I meant, uh, well, so did you read the production history stuff? Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm getting into. Great. Um, so this is a direct quote from director anthony hickox uh he said the script was brilliant it started life as a full-on horror and sci-fi i just thought wouldn't it be great if you were stuck at the bottom of the ocean with fucking aliens on your submarine (laughs) okay i am i am dylan i am like not even a quarter through this okay yeah 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 so that was the original idea, and we storyboarded it, and we designed the creatures. Like these little mini kind of crab insects that could go down the drains of the submarine so you'd never know when they were coming. <laughs> okay. he, descri- he described it as the thing meets Das Boot. Unbelievable. And the lead character was supposed to be a bitter old drunken captain. <laughs> yeah. And this is the exact quote. It was really interesting. And then Seagal came on board. And so again, and this is all verified, at least like that director, (laughs) Anthony Hickok said this. This isn't like IMDb trivia, kind of dubious nonsense. And I absolutely believe every word. Wow. But uh, so according to him, Seagal said he liked the script. And then three weeks before shooting, Seagal called him and said, and this is the quote, I don't think this movie should be on a submarine. Unbelievable. He also wanted an opera scene. It said, and this might be my favorite quote from Seagal that we've ever talked about. I've decided I don't like aliens and I don't like monsters. (laughs) I don't want to be in a monster movie. Unbelievable. And supposedly the enti- they had no idea what they were doing. We had no script, and the whole mind control thing in the final film was made up the last week before shooting. Unbelievable. Yep. I love that. That is so good. And watching this movie, 
watching this movie is uh ah man this is just wild uh, a submerged is a, a movie this is one of the first movies in a little while that i'm a little excited to talk about because submerged is a fucking mess it's 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 got it's got some really beautiful uh uh tomfoolery in it the first like 45 minutes of submerged i was on the exact same wavelength yeah. i was prepared to come in here like almost out for justice mode being like yeah dylan did you did you like this movie and we we're gonna be like i think i liked this movie yeah but it lost me it lost me so hard in the last half i'm gonna be real i basically stopped taking notes in the last half hey. <laughs> <laughs> the last half fucking sucks Hey, I also did. I have like no idea what happened after they got off the submarine. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Um, oh God, after they get off the submarine, it's so stupid and dumb, and I hate it. But the yeah. first forty-five minutes, I'm very excited to talk about. I am too. I I I think I'm still overall kind of pro submerged. I think Again, I am too. The like the R word. The R word. <laughs> uh relative let's make that clear yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. for a long time listeners you don't need it but for first times they saw first time listeners were immediately a little put off <laughs> yeah do you think that sub the submerged episode is <laughs> going to bring us any first time listeners yeah all those people turn tuning in for submerged because they're on like spotify and they're like just looking for podcasts about submerged <laughs> yeah. anyhow <clears throat> okay uh but it's What's in? It's like uh, half of it feels very cheap, like every other kind of direct to DVD cigar movie we've watched. But then for a good amount of it, it looks and feels like a real movie. Definitely M- more than. And I think we said this last week, and I think we also said it without for reach or out out of reach. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but it, it feels like we're getting more and more toward like not better movies, but like real movies yeah i mean this is still like just you know bargain bin action movie nonsense but it's not like shocking and appalling like when we started out with like ticker right (laughs) yeah this is not ticker (laughs) yeah um and some of it looks pretty good and some of the action scenes and like the stunts and stuff are almost impressive yeah there's some good stuff in here definitely um and there, uh, the actors like uh, like really give it. Uh, there's a few actors in this movie that are like kind of kind of giving it their all. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think a really good kind of marker for everybody else's acting is how bad they make Seagal look. Right. And Seagal never looks like a good actor, but sometimes he's definitely like the best actor in the movie. Mm-hmm. And here you are so aware of how much he fucking sucks. Absolutely absolutely because every he's like surrounded by people who are acting mm-hmm. and then he's uh you know steven seagal he, he's doing steve um and so i feel like now is as good a time as any because to get submerged to get well before before we get submerged oh okay um because this has to do with submerged and it also doesn't uh because okay. it has to do with a lot of what we've been seeing and since this is a little bit of a repeat bit but i have a bit of an elaboration on it uh, i would like to bring this up briefly so once again steven uh doesn't deliver most of his lines in this movie mm-hmm. um and this got me thinking because uh it, it gave me a question that i did not get the answer to but i got something i got something else instead um <clears throat> and it got me thinking is it the same guy 
that keeps doing Steven? Like, have they have have they been getting the same dude to do him? Because like some part of me thinks like, man, th- th- I feel like I'm noticing some similarities in the voices of the dudes that keep that keep doing Steven. So I did not find out that information, but uh, in my research, I was taken to a, a deep dark corner of the internet uh, that I uh oh I have never been to before. But uh-oh. I, but I know that maybe you have once or twice. Uh oh. <laughs> And that would be Steven Seagal net. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm turning the tables for the first time ever in Steven Destroy History, and I'm uh, I'm bringing to you, James Barrett, uh, a little taste of Steven's forum friends. Oh, I thought you were going to play the theme song. No, I was putting in the break for it. <laughs> okay. Well, wow. Yeah. How's it feel? Um... Honestly, I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I don't even know. I feel like I've just witnessed a magic trick. Yeah. Um. Like, like when you, I, I feel like I just saw the, the movie of the train coming at me and I just had to yeah. run out of the theater in fear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, this wasn't even on purpose either, but you mentioned this movie came out in May of 2005. Okay, yeah. And this post is from June of 2005. All right. Uh, so they, I imagine, are talking about Submerged. <clears throat> and so uh, this post reads as follows um, <laughs> uh, from, from Chris. Uh, it says, Hi, I've noticed that in his last few movies that some other guy is speaking when Steven's mouth is moving or when the camera is not on him. Not all the time, but some of the time. Why is that? Man, is it annoying. Chris. Um, and so we got... We got the Stevens Forum friends <clears throat> arguing a bit about uh, why Steven isn't uh, doing his 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 own dubs um, or his own ADR. I, they don't really know about ADR, it would seem. <laughs> um, but I feel as though uh, a few good things uh, came from this. Immediately, uh, an, an admin for Steven Seagal Net comes in and is angry. Uh, okay, this sounds like the Steven Seagal that I know. At least. <laughs> yeah, he's immediate, he immediately comes in with, we've had this discussion endless times. <laughs> uh, but then he does bring in some good, some good information. He says some people come down on one side that is built into his contract. And then he says, which in my opinion seems odd from what I know about the movie business. Other people come down on the other side that he simply can't be bothered to do post-production work. There's nothing wrong with his voice. Else, why would he be trying to break into the music business as a singer and musician? No one really knows. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That adds up. <laughs> yeah. It says, no one really knows. If you want to see what's already been discussed, try this thread. I tried that thread, and it gave me a 404 error. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these, these are a dying breed, these, these overdubbed threads. Um, they're being scrubbed. <laughs> they're being scrubbed. Uh, uh, Amos Stevens, a new member uh, in 2005, <clears throat> replied, maybe the directors used to do cartoons and haven't gotten off using someone <laughs> to do the voice. Uh, uh, Dylan, you gotta give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Take a break if you need it. That may be lightheaded. <laughs> Hold on. Can you, can you, uh, computer, can you read that back to me one more time? Can we do like an instant replay on that? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Amos Stevens, a new member, says maybe the directors used to do cartoons and haven't got off having to use someone to do the voice. And then there's there's actually a little uh, uh, emote here that looks like Steven Seagal's face. 
Yeah, I know exactly what you're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, did people reply to that? Nope. Oh, nobody, no, nobody interacted with that one but uh yeah. this well that's because they're polite there they are polite there and this uh might bring you no little or uh or or no solace that this is the se- this is the second craziest thing that somebody says on here okay i'm um, so excited i'm because <laughs> this is i can't my... pre- i can't prepare you for the for what the big one is this is my favorite part of uh well or yeah this is like all the fun of steven's forum friends without me having to do all the work and cipher through all the bullshit <laughs> yeah this is a really so. compact thread too there's only like 12 replies or something it, they right. they came out fucking firing on this <clears throat> i am hype beyond words so uh and and so then this next part this one hits a little close to home for us um, because uh, uh, another member uh, replies and says, from IMDB, a post by user McManus5, and it says, quote, being a very close and personal friend of Stevens, I, I, I must say, ellipses, yes, it is true that his voice is dubbed at points in the movie. The reason, as mentioned in other posts, is due to the cost as well as Stevens' very, all caps, very busy schedule working on several film projects, as well as his music career. Blessings, Toluca Tenzin Chopak Rinpoche. I don't okay. I don't know whether this is true or not. Anyway, no reason to think that it's not. And then uh somebody replied, um uh it's a little further down here. Hold on, let me find it. Um <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> sorry. Um well basically uh, I can't find the exact quote now. Um, is that it's it's uh, look at the source IMDb uh, anybody can post anything on there we can't trust that <clears throat> um, so Stevens forum friends were on to us 15 years ago yeah uh, well. <laughs> uh, oh here it is yeah yeah it says remember anybody can post anything on imdb.com it doesn't mean it's true uh, that's from the admin <clears throat> uh, and then this is my favorite part oh, well my okay. se- my second favorite part sorry the, the big one I'll, I'll I'll hype up the big one but uh, okay. uh, this is this is from a, a user called Lollipop who's oh, I, I, I know Lollipop you know Lollipop not well, personally yeah yeah well Lolli- but I'm very familiar with their activity well Lollipop was last seen in September of 2005 because they're a banned user oh um, oh I don't think I've noticed that yes yeah, Lollipop is banned and I think I might have some insight as to why here because Lollipop replies, because he is a washed up actor whose career is over. He is fat, has stunts do all of his work, has has voice dubbed over. When is he ever going to go away? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and what? then and then the admin replies, you're such a hoot, Lollipop. If I were Steven, I'd be nervous. You'd straighten his act out in a New York minute, you would. And then the Steven emote. <clears throat> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is good. This is all great. Um, so then they argue over whether it's because he's lazy or if it's because it's in his contract and he costs too much money. Or if the guy did cartoons. Or if he did cartoons. And then, God, a legend appears. A legendary post appears. Uh, Donald Lee Wilkie, a Steven Seagal fan. And I've read over this three or four times and I don't, I genuinely don't believe that there's a hint of irony in this, but maybe you will disagree um so uh he proposes i'm gonna do my best here uh 
He proposes it might be that, quote, it might be that Steven Seagal practices ki shouts or spiritual chants of holy sounds on a daily basis, question mark. That certainly explains it for me as to why he overdubs his voice in movies nowadays. His voice is overworked from chanting and shouting after his exercises. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't. I couldn't read through that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, but that's that's the proposition. <laughs> Stephen does so many holy chants so loudly <laughs> that his voice is overworked <laughs> during the movies, <laughs> and he can't do overdub work because of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. Never never occurred to me. Maybe that is why his voice is like that. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> you know, isn't that what like singers are supposed to do is they talk really quietly when um, you're ale- not performing? Allegedly. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that is why <sighs> Steven always talks so quietly. Wow. Whew. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the admins did reply to him and say, "No, it's just because of his contract." And then he said, "Thanks. I just learned something new about filmmaking today." That's not because of his. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure his contract does say that they can. <clears throat> I mean, it has to. Otherwise, it would be like a huge issue every time. But yeah. the. It's not going to be like Steven's not allowed. Steven's contractually banned from the ADR booth. <laughs> or, or that or they don't have Steven. I think they mean that Steven's not contractually obliged to and therefore will not. Oh, that makes <laughs> Yeah, I'm no better than them. Yeah. Um, Fuck. So there All it right. is. That's that's our visit from Steven's Forum Friends today. All right. And that's, that's Steven Destroy for the week. <laughs> yeah, there's nowhere to go from there. Oh, man. Uh, I would like to thank Steven's Forum Friends for that. That was... Uh, that made my whole day today reading through those <clears throat> that was really powerful thank you yeah so um, submerged yeah submerged um fuck I... <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> yeah the 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 galaxy brain <laughs> meme that you got right there where it starts off like it's in his contract <laughs> they used to work on cartoons. <laughs> he's been chanting holy chouts all day <laughs> Oof, all right um <laughs> man sub- submerged yes um <laughs> one of so it opens with this like very intense fast cutting um flashy intro talking about mind control and brainwashing and it says that line imagine if you could see your images into the brain's neocortex over and over again over and over <clears throat> and uh the first like real shots in the movie that aren't this flashy nonsense um although during which we do get a little title card that says steven seagal and it's this like shot of him like turning yeah like uh out of like a sitcom intro i was and really into that that was really good um but you got these like little toy planes in the sky looking like uh like some team america bullshit you got these like little bottle planes <laughs> yeah. flying in the sky but basically well 
Dylan, could you tell me what happens in the beginning of the movie? Um, <clears throat> well, there's a there's a dam. They're flying over a dam. That's true. And inside of that dam is a lab. Yeah, I'm and, listening. And so, uh, uh, but yes. <clears throat> so this is in the middle of like the wilderness or you know the countryside of some sort where the dam right. is and then there's yeah. the, then, and then we're cutting back and forth I, I say this to set up that there's an embassy as well we're in uruguay and so we're, <laughs> we're in the wilderness and the dam and they cut back and forth between the embassy and the dam and um <laughs> um they set off okay. they set off some some mind control shit that uh, yeah. that causes well, some of the people at the embassy to shoot everybody at the embassy. Yeah, the thing that I wanted to bring up sure. is: do you did you notice the one of the dudes at the embassy was like so sweaty, dripping in sweat? He was like soaking wet. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I I. Couldn't tell you. Uh, why, but I I, why I, I like double take. So I I did. I like I double take. I was like, what? What the? F- <laughs> this is he a- looks like he had fallen in a pool <laughs> and immediately like had to come shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Very very sweaty man uh, at the start of this movie. <clears throat> yeah. So all the people at the embassy get shot, yeah. and then back at uh, in Uruguay, there's the. Uh, that's where the soldiers get captured, right? Um, or no, that's he, F. Yeah, there's like a little con- like control room scene, uh, where uh, again the the lady who ends up being one of the main characters in the movie says, "Imagine if you could see your images straight into the brain's neocortex." Yeah, they're they're taking the, or I guess the beginning of the movie is using dialogue that's spoken like five minutes later. Yes, it's the exact um, same dialogue. But that lady, she doesn't just. She talks about brainwashing, saying that after they like did an autopsy on the people who shot up the embassy, because then they shot themselves. Oh yeah, they did an <clears> autopsy <throat> on them that revealed that they were being brainwashed. Yeah, I was immediately very angry about this um, <laughs> because I thought, in my mind, I was like, "Huh, it could be an interesting dynamic that all of these uh, agents are like turning and killing uh, uh, their own their own men." And uh, they have to somehow figure out that it's mind control. And I, I thought maybe that'd be a kind of an interesting uh, thing to explore in this movie. But no, they, they know already. Well, what I got from the movie is that this exists in a reality where mind control is like real and kind of blasé. Like, it, like they're used to it. <laughs> yeah. Because this lady doesn't really have to like, she doesn't get any like uh i don't know they don't argue with her about the validity of this having been mind control yeah and then there's another scene too at near the end um where steven when steven's at the opera and he's talking to one of the bad dudes who shows up at the opera steven's like i too have always been impressed by the mind control program (laughs) Like, it just exists. Like, mind control is just a basic part of life in this movie. Yes. Uh, um, I'd forgotten about that Stephen line, but but yeah, Uh, it would would seem so. And then, um, so then we get the soldiers going to try and capture the um, mind control professor. 
Yes, the doctor mind control. Doctor mind control, and um, so I, I, you get this part right then where they're like on this beach waiting to kind of figure out what they're gonna do, and this lady starts approaching with a bunch of goats. Right, and this scene takes like three minutes where (laughs) we are just fast cutting between this guy and then his like, I guess mind control. I don't even, I don't know what you, his brain images. Yeah. Cause they, they mind control dudes by making them think that um, their wives are on the edges of volcanoes. (laughs) And if they don't do, you know, saying it out loud, it sounds kind of dumb, but it sounds like almost like they came up with it the week before they started shooting. <laughs> they could they brainwash these dudes to believe their wives are standing at the edge of volcanoes, and if they don't do what the guy wants them to do, then the wife will fall. And I, there are women who are mind controls. Yeah, and it doesn't elaborate on if you know they're all just getting wives, but. Um, they that's just how it is for everybody, I guess. Uh, yeah. That's the technique. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've we saw nothing to differentiate that in the movie. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, movie's not trying to be super uh, heteronormative. Yeah. Maybe Stephen's a little bit more progressive than we thought. Well, there is a lot of homophobia in this movie. Oh, is there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I watched the homophobia free cut. Oh yeah, fair enough. So I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that. Stevens. Uh, Stevens. Uh, Stevens boys. His, his oh his crew. There is a, you know, a very uh, a hilarious scene about uh, where they make a lot of jokes about prison rape. Yeah, it's great. It kills. It kills. There's another <laughs> and and. and <laughs> Maybe mildly less harmful than than prison rape, but but still a, uh, a, a another scene where one of the dudes is, is like, "Only gay people go to the opera," and he's like, "I'm sneaking in the back door because I don't want anybody to see me." Um, oh, that sounds like a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's still pretty heteronormative. Uh, I was. Being sarcastic. <laughs> no, I know. I wasn't actually out here being like, but, yeah, Steven Seagal is really leading. He's really yeah, he's really leading, leading the charge. Yeah, charge of progressiveness back in 2005. Yeah. Um, no, he still belongs in jail. Yeah, nothing we can do Don't about we- it. The first time we've seen him in this movie, he is in jail. He is in jail where he belongs. Um, oh my God, his intro in this fucking movie. <laughs> With the because- new metal. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, so there's this like three minutes where it's like, what are we going to do about this lady? She's got these goats, but I don't know. Like I, this is racist, right? Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. Probably. Yeah. Like, I think this is racist. I mean, in general, it's just like a lady with a bunch of goats and they're just like, I don't know. I think that she's, you know, um, like a terrorist and she is. Yeah, she is. Um, she's packing. As they she say. is packing. She does have a, uh, Bob vest on, and um, they do shoot her, and she does explode and blow up all the goats. <laughs> she looks um, like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> and her and the goats. Yeah, um, there are no remnants of any yeah, of them. Kind of into it. No, yeah. <laughs> no offense to the goats. <laughs> yeah, but it's a pretty wild moment. Yeah. Um, and then my control guy calls a ceasefire. And 
basically they get captured it's time for their brainwashing and then we like hard cut to steven seagal walking down a hallway while this like chugging new metal plays and it is wild yeah it's pretty insane and um we uh you know as we as we like to kind of stumble and struggle through kind of heavier topics on this podcast (laughs) um as you know just two pretty uh privileged white dudes you know um we have a hard time talking about some of this stuff and i have absolutely no idea of the right way to describe in an audio medium the way steven seagal talks in this movie (laughs) yeah we we uh i forget which movie it was um that we had this a similar problem uh as well well i think it started in the foreigner i think you're talking about the foreigner because i know in the foreigner he does it a lot but in the foreigner he did it explicitly exclusively when talking to people of color right which i think is inherently much worse because here at least it's just like a weird petois character has yeah but it is weird (laughs) yeah and i i think from what i remember of uh Seagal and and what I've I've read about his career, I think it's only going to get worse. Um, from from my memory, I think the only non again like non machete movie that I've seen after this is Urban Justice, and we've certainly talked a good bit about how we've seen Urban Justice before. Yeah, um, it's pretty awful in Urban Justice, but I think it might be he's only doing it with people of color in Urban Justice. <clears throat> yeah, but. It's rough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's the whole movie here, and it, it is, um, well, <laughs> it's part of, uh, I think part of the reason I enjoyed this this movie is that Steven isn't delivering a lot of his lines. That is true. Steven actually, I, I think he talks in this maybe less than he does in Out of Reach. Yeah. Like, he, 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 he barely, there are, we'll go 10, 15 minutes between the last time he, he said Which, something. Which, actually, I meant to say, you completely distracted me with the Stephen Form Friends bit, but mm-hmm. you brought up the question of, is it the same person every time? Yeah. And I'm a strong believer it is not. Okay. There's obviously three different people in Out of Reach. Well, yeah. And, I, I, <clears throat> and to be fair, he, he being the mysterious dubsman, is doing... He's, of course, trying to replicate the insane way Stephen talks in this movie. So you can't really necessarily like use the way he's talking here as a judge, but I think it sounds like different here than it has in any of the other movies either. Yeah. Fair enough. I definitely don't think that they're getting the same dude. I bet it's just like whoever they've got in the booth. Yeah. I just love the, the idea of there being like a guy that you call like, Hey, Steven won't come in and do his ADR. And it's like, all right, here's the phone number. But the guy doesn't even sound like Steven. Actually. I mean, here he's, he's infinitely better. Yes. I mean, that dude at the beginning of out of reach is fucking one of the most insane things I've ever heard. Yeah. Just a, 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 a guy that's not even trying to sound like He doesn't Steven. even know Steven Seagal's in the movie he's dubbing for, let alone that he is supposed to be Steven Seagal. Yeah, no, it's it's bonkers. And so here he at least, like, is doing an impression. Mm-hmm. But, um, so regardless, <laughs> Steven talks fucking insane. And I do have a couple quotes that I'm not gonna do a voice. That's probably a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I think... 
honestly, I think that if I, being me, it's an audio medium, so people don't know what I look like, but I feel like I look like I sound. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel like if if I went out in public and talked to the way Steven Seagal does, um, I think I would get the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> yeah. It is insane. And, and again, it's because Steven... Ah, it's just fucking insane. Um, he he says, like, uh, what kind of damn fool do you think I am? And uh, they ask him, what about your family? And he says, they gone. And he says, what if he not here? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Where my crew? And it is not the words he uses, but just the patois he adopts. He's very much doing some sort of an accent. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we all, we get the weird like uh, uh, the way he says who uh, who the fuck is this? Uh, at one point during that scene, I remember uh, uh, struck me as well. Like God, Stephen, just fucking talk like Stephen Seagal, dude. <laughs> yeah, just or just like use your voice, like you should. Yeah. Like, like there's no I, reason. There's no backstory. There's no. Well, it really is like my man just showing up and just deciding my character has an accent now. Yeah. Like if he shows well, he, up. He heard he hadn't been acting enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He took an acting class and thought accents were really what showed your range. Yeah. He's doing like, uh, like if, if he had showed up and just started doing like, let's say, for example, if Steven was just using some sort of weird, awful Italian accent. Uh, which we've seen before yeah exactly it, it would just be, it would be like what is the point and at least in out for justice at, in a, at least in out for justice his italian heritage is like deeply relevant to the movie it yes. is a hundred percent a part of that movie not like above the law <laughs> yeah um, but at least there it's like okay He's doing a horrendous accent, but at least it's part of the movie. But here he's just adopt adopted this insane speech pattern for the entire movie. And it um it's wild. It's Steven, baby. It's Steven. That's my rant about Steven's insane um I don't even know. I don't know what that I don't know if it's appropriation. <laughs> it's it's something he shouldn't be doing. Yeah, it's just it feels raw. Yeah, it's like uh, watching the human centipede. It's like watching uh, Jumanji two. What? I think doesn't Jack Black do this in Jumanji two as well? Does he? I think he does. I think I remember you turning to me in the theater and saying, "Is he allowed to do that?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I specifically remember this about Jumanji two. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, probably does he does like Donald Glover become him Isn't or Kevin Hart? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, is no, it's is Donald not... Glover in that movie? Oh, not Donald Glover, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. I, oh. I mixed up my Glovers. Yeah, um, it might be Danny Glover. But no, I, I know you're talking about the the guy who in the first one becomes Kevin Hart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like watching Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whew. Anyway, it's good to see that you know. It wasn't just Stephen. <laughs> It's good to see that 15 years later, nothing changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing's gotten better. Um, anyhow. Um, yeah. So, oh, we, okay. So, yeah, Stephen gets the team back together. Stephen gets well, his boys. What this movie is, is Stephen's just doing Suicide Squad. 
he's getting the whole team back together they're all prisoners but they're gonna do this one last mission and they're all gonna get freed and steven immediately asks for a hundred thousand dollars each and this dude's just like yeah sure whatever you want yeah sure you guys you guys got it well you know he thinks it's a suicide mission he thinks there's no way steven's gonna make it out of this one alive yeah that's why he's calling them they're some some kind of suicide squad yeah, there's some some sort of steven squad. there's some <laughs> there there's some sort of um S- Seagal, Stevens, Stevens. So anyway, he's got the A team back together. There's some sort of um, <laughs> some sort of Steve, <laughs> some sort of some sort of forum friends. Um, so he gets the team back together. Yeah, and this provides one of my favorite um exchanges of the movie. Um, I don't know if if you you uh, wrote this one or, or, or liked this one, uh, but Steven's talking to his boys, <clears throat> and uh, Steven's name is Cody in this movie. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, yeah, yeah, he's got a he's he's got a lame one. His name's Chris Cody. Chris Cody. So one of his boys says, "Is this going to be like old times, Cody?" <laughs> to which Steven replies, "You got to live to talk about old times." And his friend <laughs> just replies, "Fuck." <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he, no, it's not even like, oh fuck, I'm worried. It was more like, fuck, he stumped me. Like that was the way he delivered it. It was more like, fuck. <laughs> like he was mad. He got me again. <laughs> like, like, damn it, I didn't think he'd have a witty reply for that one. Um, doesn't anyway, even yeah. make sense. Doesn't make sense. Just Sorry, wanted to shout. Him. Yeah, just wanted to shout that one out. No, uh, I was good. This is also where they do their uh, prison rape bit that absolutely slayed on Comedy Central <laughs> in twenty two in like two thousand eight. Yeah, some people uh, say Tosh Point uh, uh, based his whole career around it. Yeah, uh, Tosh Point himself, <laughs> Tosh the man Point, himself. Yeah, the titular Tosh Point uh, I wrote down here that the ragtag team of homophobic criminals are going <laughs> to go save the world. <laughs> yeah, well, if you didn't want to see a ragtag group of, you know, if you don't want to see a ragtag group of homophobes save the world. Why are you watching the Steven Seagal movie? Why Why are you watching this one, man? Go Go find another movie. Um, so you you find out Steven's backstory, which is that to really sum it up, because I didn't pay attention to the details. There's like a nuclear sub that had a bunch of hostages, and they were gonna launch the missiles, and they put Steven and his team on the sub to negotiate, but Steven just immediately like blew up the sub and killed all the hostages <laughs> yeah and the guy um who is describing steven's backstory says that if they launched the missiles it would have been another 9-11 except at sea <laughs> yes yeah um so you know steven uh steven yeah. saved the day well yeah but the un put steven away um but the movie's very blatantly like steven did nothing wrong <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't want you to think that there's some sort of moral question, or it's like it doesn't want to leave it up to you whether or not you think Steven's a good guy or a bad guy. The dude delivering this information to the audience is just like he had to do it. It's all political bullshit. Yeah, he like, <laughs> movie sl- Im- he like slams a file down when he says that. It's like political yeah. bullshit. Movie immediately wants you to know Steven is a good guy. Yeah. Do not worry. It's the bureaucracy that's uh, that's that's hindering Steven from keeping the world safe. Yeah, so they and, and I have no idea how this is just Steven being omnipotent again. He somehow gets the helicopter that they're all in 
there's one dude who the government has assigned to like you know keep an eye on them he's the uh jai courtney of the team uh-huh. right you know sure. uh-huh. right the relative character from suicide squad Right? Yes, I, a man who has seen Suicide Squad, get that reference. I'm looking it up to confirm if I was right. Okay. Hey, I was wrong. Oh. Jai Courtney plays Captain Boomerang. Of course. Joel Kinnaman played um, the equivalent dude here. Yeah, it's a real Joel here. Yeah, it's a real Joel move. Um, but he, they like land the helicopter, let the guy get out, and then they immediately fly away, and Steven just knew this guy was a double agent. Um, so then Steven and his team, they're going to go. They have to like launch an attack on the facility in the dam. They use the submarine that is uh, titularly submerged to get to this facility. They're going to launch an attack. They're supposed to kill the mad scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Everything makes sense? Yeah, I, 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 I believe I so. Is... We're getting dangerously close to the part of the movie that I don't care about anymore. I know. Um, <laughs> Steven does tell somebody, get your white ass out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Which, paired with the voice, is just, Jesus fuck, It just, man. it really adds to the fact that Steven's trying to do some sort of character. <laughs> yeah. That his character is pretty blatantly not. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to answer it, probably. Do you think if Steven could have gotten away with it, he would have done a movie where he got to wear blackface and portray a black man? Um, I 100% believe that he would. There is a right answer to that question, and you got it. Yeah, he absolutely would. Yeah. Um, so this is where I kind of... It lost me a little bit. Basically, though, they do it. They don't kill the guy, but they get into the facility and they rescue a bunch of the soldiers that were mind-controlled. They don't know this. Um, Well, Steven does, because he's God. But um, there's a scene where all these... They're, like, leaving through a tunnel, and all these dudes are, like, running at him with guns and shit, and Steven and his team are just mowing them down. It um, is very weird. It looks like a zombie movie, kind of. It does a little, yeah. Um, yeah, and so they get... Uh, so yeah, and, and and this is like when they're getting on the submarine when they do that, or is that already on the submarine? This is right before they get on the submarine. They right. get on the yeah. submarine after... And then the the movie for like twenty minutes is this weird movie, and, and an interestingly different movie for Steven, but not what this movie ultimately is. But for like twenty minutes, if even it's this movie where they're on the submarine and then they find like all these prisoners turn out to be mind controlled, and try to take over the submarine and kill them. And if that had been the actual movie, probably would not have been very good. Oh, uh, let me rephrase that: absolutely would not have been very good. Yep but would have been different. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, it, it's almost like a, like an alien feel. Yep. Or like a the thing means dust boot, where um, there are these dudes like creeping around the submarine, and it's never particularly tense, but you can tell they're trying yep. A for effort. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I mean, it's, you know, it ends <clears throat> like 20 minutes later. 
So one thing I would like to point out from this yes. this little section of the movie is that um, when the mind control boys um, begin to strike back, they begin to to kill. Um, they try to kill Stephen, and Stephen is of course uh, prepared for it. Um, and then Stephen um, apprehends one of the gentlemen and uh, f- fights him. I-, I believe kills him in this scene. But <laughs> the guy sneaks up on Stephen from behind, and Stephen like flips him over a table. And then Stephen uh, <laughs> Stephen yells at the top of his lungs, uh, like the way he would his holy chance. Stephen yells, <laughs> "You cocksucker, motherfucker!" And ladies and gentlemen, the motherfucker count has returned to oh. Stephen Destroy. This is a big episode. Dylan's this is a huge all episode. Sorts of bombs on me this week. I told, I was really excited for this week's episode. Um, um, it's the first time. I, it's the first time in twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he doesn't. He's back. I, I I don't know if I would say I disagree with you. Uh huh. But I did not hear him say you. I interpreted this scene as him flipping this dude and then just being like, cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> like he was just really annoyed. Yeah. You know what? That is possible as well. I, I might have put the U in there. I, I, it still I counts. I can't remember. It still, it ca- still well, counts. One way or, or, or another, uh, the motherfucker is in there. Yeah. So he does kill this dude. He stabs him in the back, back of the neck. Um after we get a uh, a little uh, um, little return of the knife fight from the end of Under Siege Two in the mm-hmm. kitchen, we just do that scene again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Steven stabs this dude in the back of the neck, and it's kind of grody. This movie's a little gross. It's definitely not up there, but it's a little gross. Yeah, it's not Golden Age gross, but it's no. it's still a little gross. Yeah. Um, so the government's going to blow up the sub because it's got all the brainwashed people on there. Um, but Steven, of course, gets his team off in time. And there's still like 40 minutes left of this movie called Submerged. Yeah. And we never see a submarine again. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, so is this where you kind of where the movie lost you? Yeah, absolutely. It's where it lost me, too. I have absolutely no idea why they have to go to the opera. I don't either. I, and that was when I kind of conceded. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, uh, I didn't pay enough attention. I don't know why the fuck they're at this opera. I'm not going to watch back and find out. <laughs> yep. Um, they're at the opera though. Cause Steven wanted an opera scene. So maybe, you know, you got to assume that there is no explanation for this. Genuinely. Yeah. Um, but they're at the opera and, it's i don't know i still kind of have to give this movie some credit this opera sequence is not particularly good but it's also not particularly awful and i don't really remember the last time a movie that we've watched for this podcast had like set pieces yeah and this movie has at least two that i would consider like major set pieces and the rest of these it's just like we're gonna put steven in like a restaurant or in a hotel and he's just gonna like shoot a bunch of people 
but here it's like um there's a lot of moving pieces a lot of different people way too many people for me to follow i have no idea who any of these dudes are (laughs) yeah a lot of them are introduced for the first time in that scene Uh, at the end of this sequence just all these rando people at the opera are all pulling guns on each other the conductor's pulling a gun and they're like (laughs) all shooting each other i had no idea who any of these dudes were whose side they were on why they were shooting other dudes uh it's it it was uh a mess a mess in classic steam industry fashion it was incomprehensible (laughs) yep Uh, you do get a very good moment where um that the aftermath of the opera scene steven's chasing um the mad scientist and he's trying to escape on this helicopter and as the helicopter's starting to take off steven just drives straight into the landing gear which makes the helicopter go spinning around buck wild um it looks very good it looked to me like they destroyed a real helicopter for yeah. the sequence and then immediately after and we watched this helicopter spin around getting fucked up for like 30 seconds to a minute mm-hmm. and i i it is the most i enjoyed any of these movies <laughs> in quite a while watching this helicopter be all fucked up yeah um i i would like to say i love trains and i love swords and i do love helicopters yep um and then immediately after this steven drives his car through a store my favorite thing Mm -hmm. we're getting a good a good bit of kind of classic seagal in here he drives his car straight through this store which i also enjoyed watching because it was absolutely 100 percent a car driving through a bunch of planes of glass and you know you know there's some you, you can't argue with the raw thrill of watching somebody blow up a helicopter or drive a car through a bunch of glass i agree and um the the guy the bad scientist ends up getting it because the traitor and and this is i it kind of lost me but they're in like his evil lab and the traitor dude who he the joel kinnaman guy he throws the scientist like onto his brainwashing machine which causes like the entire lab to blow up it doesn't like blow up but it starts like sparking and shit it's i i don't know why this happens who can um say? yeah are do you do you know what i'm talking about at this point or are you completely you're you've completely tuned out you've turned it off yeah i mean i remember all it's all it's all flashes i remember it though yeah um you get you know i i'm like again relative but like kind of pro submerged you get um steven doing another fight it's a very brief hand-to-hand but obviously intellectually you know it's not steven but this is very clearly a movie that was at the very least shot and edited by people who knew what they were doing Mm -hmm. so it is not like obviously visually not steven seagal um he does this hand-to-hand combat with this dude and ends up shooting him head blank shooting point blank in the head yeah um i don't know if head blank is a term but it is now yeah he shoots him head blank head blank um and then he kicks that traitor dude through a glass window and you know what i like that too submerged he he goes he goes flying through that glass he launches this man (laughs) if i okay there's there are 
There it looked like a gust I of like. wind. It looked like a gust of wind took him and brought him along on the breeze on that thing, man. There are four things I like: trains, yeah. swords, helicopters, dudes getting kicked off ledges. <laughs> yeah, and if and if you're getting kicked off a ledge through a pane of glass, even better. Unstoppable. And then, like, that's it. That's the movie. We skipped over a lot of shit, but yeah. it, that's like. Anything that's worthwhile about Submerged, we touched on. Yeah. Well, they do um, kind of set up for a sequel. They do. I don't think that they were, like, setting up for a sequel. But, yeah, it, it ends on this sort of, like, the end question mark moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're one of a uh, uh, lady that joined... Uh, up into Steven's crew as the, as the movie went along um, appears to be suffering from the mind control. Yeah. She starts having flashes yeah. of um, like she got mind crimed. Yeah. So uh, indeed the mind crime is, is still alive and well <clears throat> and in Steven's crew. And that's, I mean, that's submerged honestly. Yeah, no, that's submerged. Um, look, man, Submerged is uh, a hoot. It's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Submerged. (laughs) Well, that's not true. Well, yeah, that's not true at all. But it's, like, fine. I mean, it's not good. I wouldn't recommend it, (laughs) No, yeah. If somebody were like, hey, Dylan, what's a movie you really love? Submerged is not coming to the top of the brain. I do think if I had to make a, like, which are the least bad movies we've watched, though, it would be on the list. This would be a top three least bad that we've seen. In I don't know. About, I don't. I I have to challenge that. Well, I'll uh, see you and Steven destroy court on that one, bro. I don't know, man. Um, uh, like, out for justice, and mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this one. <laughs> I don't know, man. Did I like lose you? I don't know how many other ones I'd put up there. It's at least top five for me. It I might know. be number five, but it's up there. I mean, you got to think about the type of type of shit it's up against. Steven destroys first technical difficulty. Hello. Now we're talking. Rut row. Oh shit. Okay, we're there. Oh Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Steven? What's going on? What is going on? Okay, hold on. Quit. Leave. Steven? Okay. Steven? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, I don't either. Um, right. I, <clears throat> I guess I'll just 3 two, one us back in. Did you stop uh, your recording? I, I didn't stop recording, but... I didn't either, so I mean, okay. theory, we're still synced. Okay, perfect. Um, right does that make sense yeah that makes sense. yeah we're st- yeah we'd still be synced um okay I'll, I'll just i'll clap there that's like vaguely when we're back to business i think that you should leave it in all right yeah were you talking to yourself the whole time yeah absolutely okay i was too so yeah. just put it so like talking to ourselves <laughs> over each other yeah anyway i i just uh all i said was submerged is probably like you know top five i lost you you were saying you said out for justice and, and then, then I, and then I couldn't think of any others. And then I lost you, and I sat here in dead silence for a good amount of that time <laughs> because I thought you were just really struggling. Um, well, I was. 
Well, I mean, I it's yeah, it's definitely up there. Um, still not great. Still submerged. Oh yeah, man. Um, anything submerged else you, you you want to say? You got any last any last rights that you want to read submerged? No, no, thank you. Okay. Um, so last week we did discuss uh playing a game this week with some real stakes. Do you, oh, do you, do you yeah. forget? I uh, I did not forget, but like as we were recording, like the last hour, I forgot. Yeah. Well, I did not, and I have prepared us a game. Okay. Let's uh, go over it a little bit for our listeners who maybe don't remember or didn't pay attention or didn't listen and are turn- tuning in for the first time. Yeah, first time submerged listeners. Because you know they say every episode's somebody's first episode. So that's why you got to give it your all every week, like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, we're so we're gonna play a game. Uh, our I think our most repeated game. Um, what Steven is this? And I have ten questions, and I chose an even number intentionally. If you get six right, then you can pick a movie for me to watch. Anything that we've seen already. Uh, for and I'll watch it again. Okay. If you get six wrong, then I pick a movie for you to watch again. Okay. And if you only get five right, five wrong, then it's a stalemate. Nothing happens. <laughs> that is, uh, friendship wins the day. Okay. That one. I had to. I had to give us the um, like some sort of an out because I I I still feel bad. I didn't want to go into it. <laughs> hoping that you would have to watch one of these movies again right so i had to give myself a little kind of like i i i made a way that everybody can win that's good and i think it's fair i'm really not concerned at all about it seeming not fair if anything it's still too easy and i'm gonna end up having to watch one of these movies again and it will ruin our friendship great okay and those are the real stakes yeah friendships Um, on the line and you do remember, of course, how what Steven is this goes, right? No. You have to explain that to me again. Nope, not going to do it. Okay. So, no. So, this is going to be, I'm going to read you a line from a review I found online, be it from Amazon, IMDb, maybe even Steven's Forum Friends, and you're just going to have to tell me which Steven Seagal movie it's about. <sighs> We've seen so many that I genuinely don't know if I can do this, but... I, again, in the interest of fairness, and probably screwing myself in the process, have made it specifically, it's all going to be 21st century Seagal. Okay. So for our listeners who don't listen to the show with his filmography in front of them, that's going to be anything Exit Wounds onward. Mm -hmm. But anything in that list um, from Exit Wounds to Submerged is fair game. Okay. All right. And uh, there can be repeats. So just because something showed up doesn't mean that it's not going to show up again. Okay. So don't be crossing off anything off your list. Great. All right. You ready? Uh, Might as well be. Yeah. You feeling it? You feeling the pressure? A little. A little bit. All right. Showing plenty of fitness and gym scenes and a $300,000 Ferrari and phenomenal stunts and firefights almost every 10 minutes the movie clearly aims to have 
audience's adrenaline and testosterone pumping and manages this well. Um, is this exit wounds? Yes, you are correct. It's a good start. Yeah, and it filled me with terror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh God, I am absolutely going to end up watching one of these fucking movies again. We'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. <sighs> oh, man, I'm so mad at myself right now. I was well, no. so worried uh, about coming off like a dick and making it super hard. You're trying to, you're trying to psych me out now. I'm not, but maybe it'll work. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. I was fighting to stay awake, and that's a shame, given that the first 15 minutes of the movie contained more sheer hectic energy than any movie I've seen since Face Off. Wow. Sheer hectic energy at the start of a Seagal movie. Oh, see, this is where it gets tough because now I have to like try to remember what the <laughs> beginning of any of these movies was like. Um, which of these started really hectically? Well, um, like Clementine didn't start particularly hectically. Um, what even is Belly of the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> what even? Who, which one was Belly of the Beast? Who who are these people? <laughs> oh, Belly of the Beast was that that one. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, it probably wasn't Belly of the Beast. Okay. Um, I am going to say um, that we are talking about Out for a Kill. You are incorrect. Damn. It was Exit Wounds again. Damn. All right. Next question. Ready for it. At least Seagal's character was something other than an ex-CIA slash special forces guy. Um, okay. Uh, they're talking about Seagal's character. So that says to me that they're probably not talking about Clementine. Although that would be true for Clementine. Uh, the movie we just watched, he is not ex-CIAN. Um, so, uh, I am gonna go with Submerge. Wrong. Damn. Out for a kill. Out for a kill. Yeah, out for a kill, he plays the art thief who becomes an archaeology professor. Yep, Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling a little better. Two to one. This is easily my most difficult game, so... (laughs) All right. The good thing the movie has is that Seagal's voice is not dubbed nor enhanced, and there aren't any doubles in the fights. But the fights are plain bad. There really is only one fight with Seagal. Um, I think this has to be Ticker, right? That your final answer? I think he's only in one fight in that movie. I don't think that he has any dubs in that movie. So, I mean, if I I might be wrong if I say ticker, but I'm also right if I say ticker. So I'm going with ticker. All right. You are correct. It was ticker. Okay. All right. So now we're tied. (sighs) Friendship currently in the lead. (sighs) All right. For once, Steven Seagal has made a movie that makes you think, but who cares? Seagal is back in action with bad editing and a hip soundtrack. Yes. Oh. 
I think I'm. Mm. The hip... tension that I'm feeling right now. The hip soundtrack part is what is what has got me particularly pressed here. Okay, I don't think it's I don't think it's Belly of the Beast. Could you read it to me one more time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For once, Steven Seagal has made a movie that makes you think, but who cares? Seagal is back in action with bad editing and a hip soundtrack. Yes. Yes. So there is there is an, an, an insane part of me that, mm-hmm. that wants to say the foreigner because indeed the foreigner makes you think indeed the foreigner has bad editing and Steven Seagal is back in action. That's important that he's back in action because he's, he's in very little action in ticker Oh, but uh, but the is the, this is the hip soundtrack one? Oh, it's it's half past dead. Is half past dead your answer? That's my answer. Half past dead. You are wrong. Really? Yeah. What is it? The foreigner. Fuck me, dude. Dude, that's such a that's such a fucking half past dead uh uh quote. Yeah, but the makes you think. You got it. You were a hundred percent on the nose about the oh, makes you think clue. Damn it. Okay. So what three to two now? Yeah, I am. I'm very nervous. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is dreadful. Or is this how nervous you feel when I make you play games? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like wow. when, when above the law is on the line. This is a little stressful. <laughs> yeah, and I like do this every few weeks. <laughs> um. All right, are you ready for the next one? Uh. Yeah. Is the title referring to Seagal? Is the title referring to Seagal? Okay. So I think that we can talk. Uh, we can we can probably take off Ticker. We could take off Exit Wounds. I think that maybe they could be trying to think about Half Past Dead. Maybe it's some sort of a joke about Half Past Dead. Out for a kill could be could be good belly the beast probably not out of reach no into the sun no submerged maybe the foreigner also um would be an interesting choice is the title referring to seagal it's probably not clementine um I am going to go with fuck. We did just we did just do the the foreigner, but you've doubled up before. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out for a kill. You are wrong. Fuck, dude. <laughs> what was it, it? Belly of the Beast. That's stupid. They're uh, it's uh, like a they're fat. Oh, I see, I see. See, I just my brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> All right, you ready? 
Yep. So I guess we're four to uh, two, right? I got to sweep the rest of it to 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 make you watch a movie. Do you? Okay. There is shooting. There is punching and kicking. There are swords. These swords don't cut heads off. They sometimes go through and come out the other side. There is too much untranslated redacted. And what I've redacted is a specific language, because I think that's a little too on the nose. Yeah. Um, I just have to make sure I know. I know which movie it is. I just have to make sure I get it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Fuck, is that the movie that we watched last week? I can also help you name the movies. I'm not going to like refuse to give you a specific name of a movie if you can't remember. No, I have the names of the movies in front of me. I just have to remember like which one is which. Okay. <laughs> well, he, well uh... I will also help you out with that, too, to some degree. Okay, well, last week, out Into the Sun is the one where he fucking owns a sword shop, right? He does own a sword shop in uh, Into the Sun, yeah. Yeah. Um... But I feel like he doesn't he gets into a sword fight at the end of a different one though, doesn't he? Doesn't like out of reach end with like a sword fight? I have to think for a second. Out of reach. Mm. I mean you you are correct about out of reach ending with a sword fight. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with Out of Reach. You are incorrect. It's ridiculous. You the the trick was that there is too much untranslated because a lot of Into the Sun is in Japanese. Yeah, I I just could not remember which one of those movies was which. <laughs> which one had the poor ed- or had the bad translating and which one didn't. I was also thinking about the bad translating in Clementine. <sighs> all right give me the next one okay does the, I, I, well i i really obviously i do not want it to be like i have stacked this against you has everything seemed fair the questions I, yeah i mean they've been tricky but let's just keep doing the questions i don't want to think about it i need to do the questions okay, <laughs> okay. if if this i okay Below standard filming with above standard casting. What the fuck movie could that be? Below standard filming with above standard casting? What fucking movie? Uh, Since I'm no longer on the line, I can I feel a little more comfortable giving you some some tips. I, I, I well, I honestly I think about the the movie we just saw today because um, there was like okay actors in that movie. Um. Um, actually, well, hmm, right, because Ticker, Ticker had real actors in it. Ticker did have Dennis Hopper in it and fucking Nas. Um, maybe you know what? Fuck it, let's go Ticker. You are correct. Nice. You are correct. It was Ticker. There you go. All right. Music is pretentious and rather silly. 
other than that, this film is entertaining and worth sticking out until the thrilling end. We did comment on the music on Into the Sun, and the fact that we actually commented on it makes me think that maybe you would make a trivia question about it. So I'm going to go with Into the Sun. Is that your final answer? Well, <laughs> I don't think that anybody could say that the music in like, because I'm trying to think of the ones with notable soundtracks, right? Because like Exit Wounds had a pretty notable soundtrack. Um, but it was like, Exit Wounds was the one with like the fucking new metal and the hip hop in it, which I can't imagine anybody would take as pretentious. And we did talk about how Into the Sun had fucking bizarre music in it that absolutely did not fit the movie. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I can't remember anything about the music for Out of Reach. Uh, I can't remember anything about the music for Clementine. It Wait. is. It is. Uh, I, I will tell you right now. It is a hundred percent a movie that I felt comfortable using. Purely the music being noteworthy. Can you read it? Um, can you read it one more time? Yeah. Music is pretentious and rather silly. Other than that, this film is entertaining and worth sticking out until the thrilling end. That does remind me of Clementine, because the music in Clementine was fucking ridiculous. You know, and this this would be an interesting way to bring and Clementine. I mean, Clementine didn't have a particularly thr- thrilling end, but you do kind of have to stick it out for that ending. Clementine. You are incorrect. Was it Into the Sun? It was Half Past Dead. I don't remember anything about the music to Half Past Dead. Dylan, you literally guessed Half Past Dead earlier because of the music. Oh, but... Ah, that's not pretentious music. Trying to think of these people if they have, as if they have like any fucking idea what they're talking about. Yeah, that's the that's the mistake. Um, All right, well, so I gotta, technically, I gotta, I gotta answer the last one though. It's fine. Technically, you have lost. I will do what I did last time because I. This is another one where it's gonna be tough. So we can go double or nothing. <laughs> what I have to watch two movies if I get this one wrong. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, you'll have to watch two movies, uh, whatever I pick for you, and Today You Die. <laughs> well, I was going to have to watch that either way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just mean, um, I guess not double or nothing, uh, something or nothing. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, I mean, I, I want to answer it, so. Okay. But I, it's all back, once again, and I think that we've done this every time we play this game. <laughs> yeah. So let's see if you can get the hat trick. Um, you ready? Of course. I forgot what this movie was about. I watched it once and put it on my shelf, so that can tell you what I thought of it. On my skunk scale, I rate it stinky. <laughs> God. Uh, I forgot what this movie is about. Skunk scale, it's stinky. It's out for a kill. Your final answer? Final answer. No. No. What was it? No. Out of reach. 
Yeah, Dylan. Absolutely no way I would ever get that question right. <laughs> well, yeah, but the last one's always a wild one. Yeah. <sighs> Dylan, you're breaking my heart here. That's the way it goes. I feel like I got to put down the dog. Am I going to watch Above the Law again? No, hold on. Man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> motherfucker i'm like actively very mad at you for making me do this to you <laughs> hey this is your idea it wasn't no it th- wasn't this is absolutely idea. your idea every week every week you come up with a new fucking game and you're like if you lose i'm gonna make you we could have just been playing games you you were the one who wanted to put some <laughs> some stakes back on me back on you yeah but that's because you've been putting stakes on me for weeks months well well you you should you should come for the king you best not miss <laughs> i shouldn't have shown up every week yeah um hold on oh my god choose wisely i'm i absolutely cannot bring myself to do this to you so i am going um to be using an online random like generator uh-huh. to pick for me Fair enough. Because I otherwise I won't be able to live with myself. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick anything. And because I I just cannot help it, I'm gonna put today you die on there. So you still have a little chance to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Nobody can say that I'm not trying to help you out here. Uh-huh. All right. And then I'm also going to let you have a um a veto. But if you veto whatever you get, then you don't get another veto and you don't get to pick. So it's whatever the second one is. Okay, cool. All right. You ready? Well, what's on the list? Everything from above the law to today you die, except actually, you know what? SNL, I don't think I have anymore, but I'll put Roseanne on there. Okay. Roseanne would be would be good. That's short. Yeah. So again, I'm doing my best here. You're my yeah. friend. I'm trying. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah. Is it like a win or or, uh, or is it like a, 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 a wheel that you spin or or is it just, uh, just a what? random like, generator? I don't know. Like You can get those like game show wheels. No, I, I'm just going to click randomize and it's going to pick a random thing from the list. Oh, I see. All right. You ready? Always. Um... Okay, so I <laughs> hold on. I, I did this wrong. Okay. Okay. Again. All right. So it, what it does is it puts them in a random order. Mm-hmm. So okay, this is fun. Let's do this. Okay. I love games. Games are great. Right. A big so part of the show. I'm gonna randomize the list a couple times, and then you're gonna pick a number between one and twenty-four, and that's how we're gonna decide. So you're doing it to yourself. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready. Oh, so I get to pick the number now? Yeah. Uh, one. Whatever came out on top. Dylan. What is Dylan. it? Dylan. It's Belly of the Beast. Oh, which one's Belly of the Beast? It was the one with the monks doing the chanting. Oh, that movie sucks. Oh, hold on. Oh god, yeah, that movie fucking blew. That's the one where they have the big shooting at the strip club, right? No, at like the beginning. Yeah, that's out for a kill. That's out for a kill. 
All right. I'm going to uh, just just for the sake of, of going to every facet of the game, I'm going to use the veto. I want to I want to I want to roll again. All right. I'm going to randomize it and then you can pick another number. OK. All right. Pick a number. Uh, give me 10. OK. You know what? You got my giant. Oh, that's actually fucking worse. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I'd rather watch Belly of the Beast than that. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. All right. I'll watch it, though. Oh, Dylan, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, how long is that movie again? Um,. It's like an hour and a half. Okay, if it's only ninety minutes, that's fine. Uh, no, it's an hour and forty-five. Ugh, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. That is not true. I, th- I, it is true. No, every time we play a game, you, you. Well, when we used to play games, it was arguably worse because it would be if you lose this game, you have to watch above the law. There wasn't there wasn't even like a a chance for me to get a better movie before. Yeah, but you won every game. I did win every game. What? Because I, I was the undisputed champ. You were. It was because I wanted you to win, and I uh-huh. I set you up to win. But you were like, no, let's make it so it's um, competitive. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. All right. So let's <laughs> let's wrap up. Um, how you feeling? How you feeling about my giant again? Uh, that fine. does suck because it's not even like um, it's not even like a Seagal movie. Yeah. Do you want me to do it again and get rid of my giant? <laughs> That's up to you. I mean, like, I feel like my giant shouldn't even count. Yeah. No, it kind of ruins the fun, honestly. Because yeah, it's not it, even like it, seeing how because like Belly of the Beast is obviously worse, but like. I'd rather watch it than My Giant because at least it's a Seagal movie. It feels like in keeping with the game. So maybe I should just watch Belly of the Beast. I think that's the most fair way is that I should just watch Belly of the Beast so, okay. that, we, so that we don't have to roll again so that I can potentially like get one of the good ones. Yeah. I think, I think Belly the, me just watching Belly of the Beast is the way to go. Okay. I hope I still have... I, I do. We still have Belly of the Beast. All right. Um, yeah, okay. I have to rent it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're a good sport. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't like losing, but that doesn't mean I don't take the uh, the punishment that comes with it. So, well, do you want to do it again next week? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Do you want to? Do we need to take a break from games? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna come back next week with a with like a really impossible. Uh, none, game I none of you. them are impossible. No, none but it's just it's just gonna impossible. be like it's just gonna be like for the sake of vengeance. It's, that's it's it's not it's gonna be explicitly designed to like not be fun. It'll be like uh, well, I I have tried, I tried. <laughs> it'll be like James, tell me what tell me what key this song is in from the Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> something beep, I could beep, something beep. I something I couldn't do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'll do. All right. Well, you'll watch Belly of the Beast. You'll give yes. us your um, post Belly of the Beast rewatch thoughts. Yeah. Um, it'll be fun. Everyone will tune in for that. Let's dive in to our IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, last week's trivia was arguably our most insane yet. Maybe what, not, but definitely up there. We wrote. 
Stephen killed someone with a playing card and said, is this your card? <laughs> That's really good. It, it's approved and it's up there and it's still approved. And I did go back today and just make sure, you know, see where everything was at. Mm-hmm. And we are still um, only hard to kill and executive decision have been blocked. Unbelievable. And submerged, most of like the interesting trivia is just stuff that we've already gone over. Um, there was a quote that I wanted to say from the director, which is just, he's a nightmare, he's impossible, he doesn't turn up, he refuses to say any line that's written, it's just ridiculous. I sat back when I was making it and it said, I'm a better director than this. <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So what trivia are we going to add for Submerged 2005? Um, uh, okay. Submerged 2005. Um, what are some good things that happened in, in Submerged? Um, well, I don't know about happened in Submerged. But I do really like Steven's quote, um, I've decided I don't like aliens and I don't like monsters. Yeah. So what if maybe Steven decided he didn't want to do the movie as originally written um, because he had a bad dream? That could be pretty good. About aliens and monsters, and it made him very scared. Um, yeah. Yeah. We can roll with that um okay you got you got anything else um um uh steve stevens uh prior to prior to filming steven awoke in the night terrified he knew it was time to change the movie i don't know that's all i got okay let's do it Okay. Prior to filming, I wrote it word for word. Prior to filming, Stephen awoke in the night terrified. He knew it was time to change the movie. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Submit these updates. It's true, man. All of it. All right. So, sentencing? Sentencing. Sentencing. You want to do some sentencing and then we'll be done? Um,. Okay. Submerged. What are you thinking? Well, um, there are movies I hate a lot more than Submerged. Mm-hmm. Submerged is one of the few Seagal films where his uh, off-screen antics um, are really funny and goofy. <laughs> and uh that's don't... true it's a dark instead of dark and uh make me uh very uncomfortable mm-hmm. um and so submerged up until the game was a very light-hearted episode for me <laughs> and what i enjoyed very much and i can't blame the game for i can't blame submerged for the game I so... you can't blame me for the game either <laughs> i never said i was blaming you for the game i i, I just said okay. i was upset I about the game I just, I just like, want to make I it just, clear. I just, make it, I'm making I just want to make it clear. clear. I just want to make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so Submerge is like a uh, it's like an eight piece for me. Eight years for Submerge. Okay. Okay, I can feel it. I can yeah. dig it. Now, unlike Steven Seagal, I love monsters. Yeah. There's five things I love. Yeah. Give it's me the top trains. Five. Yep. Swords. Helicopters. Mm-hmm. People getting kicked off ledges, ideally through panes of glass. And I love a good monster. Yeah. And um, I'm mad at Steven for making there be less monsters in the world. Yeah. So I don't think he should get off lightly as a result. Well, if you think about it differently, though, Steven, Steven Seagal himself added one more monster to the world. That's true. I do not like those kinds of monsters. <laughs> yeah, a very different type of monster. I like um, the non-real world monsters, yeah, yeah. like a, a good little spooky guy. Yeah. Love the idea of a bunch of little crab things crawling around in a submarine. Sounded so good. Sounds good. Steven ruined that for me. If he had been in that movie, I think it would have been a delightful breath of fresh air. Big agree. And he's going to get 25 years from me. That's uh, that's understandable. You present a good case. Thank you. So um, I didn't have my calculator app up, so... Keep uh keep everybody entertained for a second while I do some math. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we here at Steven Destroy, thank you for listening to our episode and for putting up with us uh for not being prepared for it most weeks. Um um, um <laughs> Okay. Uh yes so, and uh <laughs> So Steven's current sentence is two consecutive life sentences plus 1,823 years. He's earned every one of them. He has. Um, okay, next week we're going to be talking Today You Die, and apparently a little bit of Belly of the Beast. Just a little. Uh, are you going to... what? What's like the percentage that you are going to watch Belly of the Beast? I'd, I honestly did. It's probably like 75. I'm probably going to watch it. You You probably should. Yeah. Well, if I don't, it's like I kind of uh, take away from the sanctity of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of just chip away at the the hold this podcast has over our lives. Yeah, and that um, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I I can't I can't let us win. I have to let yeah. Steve, I have to let Stephen win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will continue to do this to ourselves until Stephen's in prison or in the ground. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is this is going to end with one of us killing Steven Seagal, so that we don't have to make this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, if Steven Seagal dies in the next few years, I have unfortunately just made myself a prime suspect, and I uh, I apologize to my family for any amount of money that has to be spent to prove my innocence. Um. Well, uh, also, uh, as we're wrapping mm-hmm. up, we have to add one. As we're doing tallies, you got to add mm-hmm. one more. Add one more motherfucker. Wow, our first one <laughs> in six months. Are, are, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to kill. It's been a while, man. Steven's been keeping it clean. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gonna do it for Steven Destroy this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending us emails at stephendestroypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for going to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety and then also um, the Talk Film Society website. Mm-hmm. Um, 
thank you for the five star reviews uh all that good stuff you know just mainly though thanks for listening it's uh it'd be so wild if we were just doing this podcast and not a soul ever heard any of it and we were just going insane for no reason yeah wouldn't that be crazy that would what a world that would be yeah can't Um, imagine living in in a situation quite like that one I know, especially when you have to watch Belly of the Beast again. <laughs> yeah, don't remind me. Um, so that's going to do it. Dylan, you got anything that you want to, you know, any shout outs, thank yous, um, any fan mail that you want to read? Um, I am in the Belly of the Beast. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? Starting to get scared. Starting to get scared. Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad living. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. <laughs>